So what's the big problem with wealth creation? How do people like us, who didn't inherit a boatload of money, who are investing and building wealth from our own blood, sweat and tears, how do we invest in a way that gives us remarkable results and become financially free before retirement age? I don't know about you, but I am sick of hearing from wealth gurus and experts who don't walk their own talk and prescribe strategies that are a one-size-fits-all approach. For self-made people like you and me, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to be superhuman or already wealthy to reach financial freedom earlier than 65. This is the Alternative Investing Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about a cohort of business owners who have great income, but have had little to no interest in investing till now. The challenge that I feel this particular group of entrepreneurs face is that they aren't necessarily attracted to passive income, or maybe they're a little bit delayed in recognizing the importance and then feel that they've left it too late. For this particular group of business owners or entrepreneurs, what they're really seeking when they suddenly click that passive income could actually be super valuable is the freedom to choose. What I would say is that you know, for a lot of people, the idea of passive income never seems all that urgent while you in the throes of running a very successful business. Maybe income comes very easily. Maybe you have that ability or the, uh, I guess, the choice of selling or not selling at some stage. Maybe you think your business is either super valuable or not valuable at all. But either way, you're in that sort of category of person who feels that maybe that the gravy train or the cash cow is just so lucrative and so valuable that the wealth piece will sort itself out at some point. Now, I want to tell you about a couple of people come to mind actually, but in the last four weeks, I've spoken to one entrepreneur in particular who really edifies the profile of the business owner that I'm speaking of. And they are someone who has, you know, they're approaching 50. They are someone who has consistently earned eight figure incomes for at least the last 20 years. So I am talking super successful in their space. And for one reason or another, partly, you know, a sense of lack of urgency, but also partly maybe not being part of a, a group of friends or a cohort where the emphasis or value of passive income was talked about. But either way, they've reached this point, age 50, where there's suddenly a dawning that they don't necessarily want to continue operating their businesses at the intensity that they have been. They're starting to look around. They realize that maybe they have a home. Maybe there's a little bit of equity in the home. Maybe there's a bit of cash in the bank. But beyond that, everything is, you know, or has been done with fairly minimal emphasis or impact. Often these people have very conservative accountants who see their role as merely completing the tax return and not necessarily to value add in, you know, in the context of you have all this income, maybe you could be growing your wealth in the background. So this particular guy that I'm speaking, I'm thinking of is someone who had a killer income. I guess in the language that he used with me initially, it's like he he knows he should build wealth. He thinks it's a good idea, but he's got no idea where to start. And the opportunities that he feels have been in front of him and talked about that are probably widely understood 
would be to go and buy a share portfolio or work with, you know, a, a financial planner of some variety who could put some combination of managed products, bonds and shares and help him effectively to some degree save his way to wealth. Now, you know, as an entrepreneur, I can understand why that particular strategy doesn't appeal. In many cases, what those sorts of financial planners are doing are really creating a complex and, you know, a basic savings plan that will hopefully compound over time. Now, for the majority of people, saving your way to wealth is one of the slowest, most excruciating ideas. And I know I certainly subscribe to that perspective, but also the idea of accumulating a portfolio of assets, which grows in value, but doesn't necessarily deliver income can also be off-putting. So I think when I started to delve a bit deeper into what was really the motivation for this particular guy uh, to actually create wealth, to create passive income, you know, if you went beyond the idea of him just recognizing intellectually that it was a good idea, really what he was seeking was that freedom to choose. Now he had a very specific business that was uh, built off the back of IP. It was kind of like technical IP and, you know, a really clever skill set. So great at diagnosing business problems and then coming up with very creative solutions that would, you know, result in, you know, big gains for his clients. So one of the problems with those sorts of businesses is where the business relies heavily on the genius of the person at the reins is that it's number one, it's sometimes difficult to scale, but number two, makes it very difficult unless you can duplicate yourself or duplicate your skill set in another person to replicate that to the degree that the business itself can necessarily be valuable as a, a saleable asset. Now, that's not to say that can't happen. It's just obviously if you are the the life and the blood and the soul of your business and you're not there anymore. It's not rocket science for an investor to recognize that and suggest that, you know, your business has little value. And so what I've seen a lot over the last 20 years is business and entrepreneurs who are in that boat sell for peanuts or not sell at all, just close up shop. And that's partly because their brand and their name and their reputation, you know, completely dependent on them and therefore their, their business has very little value. So, you know, I don't really so much want to talk about, you know, the ins and outs of selling your business. But what I do want to flag for those of you who are listening is that, you know, if you are smart as an entrepreneur, you should recognize that giving yourself enough of a runway to create a, an off-ramp, if you like, from your business, regardless of whether you sell, just makes common sense. So, you know, when I think about what is the missing piece for entrepreneurs who have amazing income, but very little wealth behind them, is this kind of disconnect between understanding the difference between being rich and looking rich and wealth where wealth is really that extension of, you know, how long could you afford to live if you had no income? Now, you know, I'm not invalidating the idea or the the strategy of trying to build a super high net worth that you just sell down in order to fuel not working or not having another income. But I don't think it's the smartest strategy. I think a much smarter strategy is about 
building a portfolio of investments that delivers you predictable, reliable income so that you do not have to eat the cow or sell down assets in order to sustain your life beyond business or, you know, in another form of business or whatever that looks like for you. I try to really hard not to use the word retirement because I know that's a dirty word for many of you. But when I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs about earning more income, really, it's not actually what they're after. In fact, a lot of the guys that I have spoken to would describe themselves as being able to live off relatively low sums of money. Even if they earn, you know, eight figures, they're really living off, I would say, a very modest percentage of that. Where the rest of it goes is an audit or a process of diagnosis later on. But I think what a lot of these guys are really seeking, and girls, I should say guys and girls, when I say guys, I'm I'm referring to guys and girls, is the freedom to choose. I think the idea of passive income is very, very sexy, but it's it's not really the root of what people want. What people want is peace of mind, the freedom to choose, and the ability to support the people and the causes that they care about. And one of the most phenomenal, I guess, features or benefits of having investments that deliver passive income is that it's the ultimate insurance policy. It's the ultimate sleep at night factor. If you know that you don't have to get up out of bed in order for your family to survive, in order for the causes that you care about to be supported by you, then passive income is really the the game plan. And I think more and more people are starting to cotton on to the floor in the traditional wealth model, which is just work for 45, 50 years, accumulate as much money and assets as you can, regardless of how much income they deliver you. And I think if more people were introduced to the idea of how to go about building passive income over, you know, 10 to 15 years even, let's talk about a, a realistic time frame, then I think the game of wealth building would be very different. The missing piece for a lot of entrepreneurs is that the thread of dialogue that goes on in 99% of conversations about wealth around the world is how to accumulate assets that grow in value very slowly over time and hope that one day that you can squeeze out enough income from that mammoth net worth in order to survive not working or not having that that juicy income from your business. So, you know, the quieter conversations that are going on behind closed doors that I like to tune into is really about tapping into those investments. And this is after you have a capital base to play with. So please go back and listen to my other podcasts where I talk about the three parts to the wealth game. Once you've accumulated some capital to play with, you know, the game of taking a small percentage of that and putting it into investments which deliver predictable cash flow is life-changing. So For this particular guy, if I revert back, this guy with the killer income who wasn't really sure about why he should build wealth. When I started to talk to him about, you know, what if you didn't have to do it the traditional way? What if you didn't have to spend the next 25 years buying assets and investments that would grow your net worth from where it was? And instead, you just took a small fraction of your income, your your premium income each year and put it into assets that deliver you predictable cash flow 
What he could see immediately, and this is not rocket science. I have a very simple calculator, which you're welcome to go and grab from my website. It's a basic compound calculator, and it shows you that if you allocate a certain dollar amount of income towards investments which deliver you a certain rate of cash flow, that within a very short space of time, you can actually replace your baseline living costs. And I think if more entrepreneurs understood this, they would certainly get started a little sooner. So inviting those of you who have maybe not, you know, left the runway late, but who feel that they should have put more effort into wealth building or that they want to put more effort into wealth building. But the idea of being exposed to, say, for example, the share market where there is high volatility to the property market, which is expensive and requires, you know, all the headaches of dealing with the banks and tenants and toilets and all of that to start opening your mind to a lesser known asset class, which delivers you cash flow. So guys, look, I don't really want to kind of leave you with anything other than the idea that there's no shame in, you know, having left your energy and your time and your headspace around wealth till a little later in life. It makes it harder, absolutely, but it doesn't mean that you can't still get a meaningful outcome in a relatively short space of time without taking on any unnecessary risks. But if you think that that's you and you want to make up for lost ground, then please start to tune into other episodes of my podcast. If you want to talk about your specific situation, please reach out. Sorry, I can just see my dog is trying to climb into the frame here, trying to climb up on my chair. But yeah, look, you know, this idea that it needs to take 30, 40 years is really a, a misconception. I really care and I'm passionate about trying to help those business owners and entrepreneurs who are really open to the idea of changing their trajectory today. So guys, till next time, take care and yeah, look forward to catching up with you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Alternative Investing Podcast. If you're feeling frustrated that despite doing everything right in the property investing playbook and you're no closer to financial freedom, then head on over to inkosiwealth.com to learn more about how you can use alternative investments to catapult your investing income and blend strategies to shave decades off your timeline to financial freedom. See you on the next episode.